Welcome, folks. This is uh, Daniel. Today is January 22. I'm alongside is Fernando. And uh, welcome to Movie Talks TV. Welcome, guys. We're going to be talking about that 90s show and the movie. Uh, Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wish. Yeah, that that was a good movie. You really enjoy it? Yes. I mean, okay, I'll tell you this. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did when I first got into the theater. <laughs> I actually watched it on iTunes. Oh, see. <laughs> I didn't want to. You know what? And it was actually more expensive to watch it at home than it was to go to the movies. I'm, I would bet. Yeah, I it was twenty nine ninety nine to watch on iTunes. God damn. Yeah. iTunes is getting their money up from that. Oh, absolutely. And the rent was 25 bucks. So I re- it's like for five so bucks more, well. I just might as well buy it. Yeah. Well, might as well. <laughs> shoot. Uh well, well let's first talk about the '90s show. Now this is a um I guess a spinoff of the '70s show, which mm-hmm. came back in well started like in the 2000s. Yeah, I oh God, I can't. Is, you were yeah, probably, I think it was early 2000s. Yeah, I, I don't know exact date, but yeah, it was early 2000s. Just FYI, that show was my childhood. Uh so I am not really familiar with the '70s show. I mean, I had a girlfriend. <laughs> who loved it and we'd watch it every single day and I'd be like, you know how, you know, you watch something that just loves it. You, you, you watch it, <laughs> but you're not really paying attention. You just like nod your head, like, you know, laugh at the cues, whatever. But, um, so what I'm hearing is that you were just there for Netflix, Netflix and chill. Hey, you know, <laughs> you have to, you have to, <laughs> what, you know, make, what makes a wife happy. Keep so happy. what you're saying is that you went to your girlfriend's house to watch that seventies show, no. and I and I'm air quoting when I'm saying this. No, she came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first, like, let's uh, explain the whole seventies show. It's just a group of friends, and there are times in in the seventies. Yeah, it's a it's a group of high high school friends who just sit around their basement doing nothing and just waiting for their next adventure. You know, the one thing I always remember is the spin around. Uh, shots they did, did oh in their basement yeah they're really, really high, high. <laughs> and i was always thinking like god damn that is a cool like, i mean it's like a s- nice switch spin shot mm-hmm. and i know it probably took a couple of times to get it because i mean the motion blur stuff like that and each each actors would have to have their cue so i thought that was amazing but uh it was really good for the times because yeah not a lot of people did that yeah and again it was new and the characters and the actors they were just perfect i don't think there's a single yeah there's not a single character or actor i would say oh yeah that could have been better with someone off well most of those characters did amazing they were that's how they started their career ashton kutcher uh toffer grays uh mila kunis Mm -hmm. uh uh what's the name fess oh i Uh, i never remember his name oh man i forgot his name the only one who didn't do wilmer balderrama that's his name. Yeah, that's his name. So everyone went on to have a successful career from that TV show. Except for Hyde. But well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did have a successful career because he was actually in quite a few shows. But all the allegations, allegations just drove him down. I and think that's more than allegations. Uh, the actor from Hyde is Danny Madison. Um, he, you know, one thing I would say about this show, they didn't even mention Hyde. Like, I mean, I only on watch one in the nineties. Yeah, I only watch watch five episodes and it's whatever and 
yeah, nothing yet. So I don't know if there's more to it. Is he gonna? I mean, I know he can't show up on there. No, I actually read that they they didn't even invite him. Like they let him know, but he declined. Oh, so he was he was invited. He was. I wouldn't say invited into the show, but they mentioned it to him, and he said, "I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to bring everything." Trouble. Down. Yeah, I don't want to bring anything. So let me ask you, as a '70s show like fan, would that affect you? Knowing his past, not at all. Yeah, because I mean, I understand. You know, it'd be kind of funny if he would end up being in jail. Who? Uh, Danny Madison in the in the '90s show. Like, oh, so what happened to Danny? Uh, he's in jail now. Like, okay, you know. Yeah, but they didn't even hint him. Yeah. At all, they brought pretty much all the characters. Watching the '90s show, uh, they brought back almost every character. Now you watched. Um. So how? First of all, so what is your opinion on that show? So comparing it to that 70s show to the 90s show, um, they're very similar. I have to give it to them. It's very similar, but it just has a a little different dynamics. I guess more targeted towards the modern audience. Yeah. Uh, because that 70s show, for me, it was one of the most feel-good shows that ever existed. Oh, the theme song? I Super catchy. Oh, yeah. Hanging mm-hmm. out down the street. Yeah, yeah I just, just rocking. Like, I mean, you can sing that, one, and then you're just like you're in that in that car, the Volkswagen. Um, right? Was a Volkswagen? I don't no. even. I don't remember what it was. It was. Oh gosh. No, no, no. It wasn't a Volkswagen. It wasn't a Volkswagen. It was. Um, I forgot what. Station wagon. Yeah. Station wagon. That's what I remember. A station wagon because I used to fucking hit that car driving in that car, being driven in that car. It's it sucked. And that was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But um, so it, it is a good. I mean, what they have, what I've seen, spinoff is not bad. I don't really like the kids. I mean, here's my problem with it. I feel old watching that because I don't believe that these kids, I mean, they're kids. And what are they, like 12, 15? They're supposed to be like 15. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they look like they're babies. <laughs> I swear. When they're talking about kissing and having like, you know, and, and then they're smoking weed and drinking. I'm like, you're not, you're too young for that, kids. Yeah. No. But uh, they did that in the 70s show. And Here's the thing. The thing that I have for the 90s show is the biggest difference between that and that 70s show is they, I feel like the kids were more silly now. Instead of just being, having like their own personality like they did back in the 70s show, they I feel like all the characters kind of blend into, well, not really blend, but oh, I man. think they're more charismatic because um, Wilmer, how do you say his name? Wilmer Valderrama. Wilmer. Even with his small, I think he was supposed to be Indian. No, they they never mentioned. They never mentioned it, but he he was so weird. He stood out amongst all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mili Kunis as Jackie, she was the typical like you know popular chick. And Ashton Kutcher, oh, my God. When he went on scene, I think he stole the show. I, I think the show mm-hmm. could have been just specifically on him, even though that Topher Grace and Laura Parton, who was um, Eric and Donna, was the main ca- main kids. Mm-hmm. And they don't, I, don't, I don't feel that with this, with at least in the first season. Maybe as the season goes along or maybe if they get season two or three, one of these kids will stand out. But so far, it's just... It, here's the thing. They adapted to the silly humor from our times. 
That's what I feel. Yeah. Uh, most of these kids, they're trying to bring the the comedy that we have now, which is very silly. It's not no longer creative, mm-hmm. because if you look back in the early two thousands, maybe like nineties, the humor was very creative. And it's very, it's very unique. Yeah. But now they try to bring those characters with silly humor. They just they 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 do humor just to impress people or have them like force people to laugh at them. That's how I felt with the show. Do you think it's do you think it's a kind of more cringy than funny? Oof. Because I wouldn't say my... cringy because I still enjoyed it. I wouldn't say cringy. Because I still enjoyed, I enjoy seeing all the old characters, but I feel like it was a little bit more forced than the 70s show. Like, they were trying to live up to that 70s show, but they tried really hard. And it worked out okay, but it's still, I feel like it was a little forced. I Now is the whole thing in the first one, because you're trying to get kind of same characters as you have the fir- as in the 70s show to do this without, without having the same type of, like... I guess charisma as, as the other one, mm-hmm. because as as dorky as Eric was, he was I didn't think he was dorky. I thought he was just he was a standard guy who just like a insecure. He was, but come on, Donald is so much hotter than you know. Him. <laughs> he was the type of guy where like if you would in school you'd be having that one couple, and you're looking at them, you're like I don't get it. But here's the thing. I mean, even though he was a bit of a dork and had maybe like a little bit of self-esteem, I wouldn't say, well, actually, I wouldn't say he has like low self-esteem because his dad was and mom really loved him. So therefore, his self-esteem was very powerful. So even when he like cracked the joke, he was like, yeah, that was me. He owned up to it. Yeah. So I don't know. I lost my train of thought there. But the the thing is, (laughs) but then Red also told him like, I want to put my foot up your ass. Yeah, and, and you know, that's actually one of the other things that, that I noticed. They had more, it was more crude than the original. Oh, yeah. It was a little bit more crude than the original because the original, that 70s show was more, like I said, more feel-good type of comedy. And I feel like here, they actually said more cuss words. They said it was the humor was a little bit more crude than anything else. Well, the 70s show started in 1998. Ooh, and it ended in 2006. Mm-hmm. So, what you realize is that in this time, this shows Malcolm in the Middle was made. I think Married Children's was still around. Uh, South Park. So you had, I mean, comedy was at, I don't want to say at its peak, but it was more free than what we have in which cancel. I guess I don't want to say cancel culture, but there's you have to be. Very careful what they're saying, and even the jokes. And yeah, with the woke ideology. Yeah, and yeah. the other thing is, I don't, I, I don't know why the Asian guy got to be gay. Like, you know, I mean, fine, he's gay, but <laughs> I don't know. In, in that in nineties, I don't remember a lot of gay Asian people in my school. You know, you know that just I don't know the family structure for Asians. Are, are you saying it because you're Asian? Well, yeah. Our audience doesn't know that, but right here, Daniel, he's half Asian and half black. So I'm a mixture. (laughs) But in some sense, just the culture of that, too. I mean, plus, here's the other thing, too. In the the 90s, that it was a very, very conservative era, which when the kid came out, I'm like, ooh, like, you figure it would be a bigger thing because it was a very hush-hush thing. Like, we don't, 
that wasn't a very popular thing to be around. But, you know, I actually think they did a really good job having the kid coming out. Because in one of the episodes, the kid comes out to uh, Eric's mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and the mom was like, I don't care. But like, but in real reality, I mean, again, kid show, not going to go a big deal about it. I mean, it's it's a fun show. I want to see where this progress. And hopefully, I always know that, especially for comedies, the second, first seasons, no one, you kind of have to wash that away. No, not a lot of people watch, really rewatch the first season. It's we don't have a lot of expectations on the first seasons. Well, yeah, because I mean, well, even here's the thing: we do, we do have a lot of expectations, but at the same time, first season, like you said, is not, is not the peak of the show. Right, because in for uh, for drama stuff of that, you kind of have to hit it. But comedy kind of help. You know, you have to build up. The one famous ones is always um, the movie, the show Office. I never watched the first season. Never. You know, I think I only watched one episode from The Office. Completely. Yeah. That's the greatest show of all. That's not the greatest show of all time, but it's one of the greatest comedies I've I've seen. It's it's just mm, perfect. See, I'm a I'm a person that sticks with the um, with what I know. I do venture outside of the things that I don't know, but if I like something, I try to stick to it as much as I can. Like for example, Dragon Ball. I still watch that show. Oh, you're into the super? Oh, absolutely. I love anime. Uh, but Dragon Ball is always going to have my heart. That 70s show is always going to have my heart, and I will re-watch those shows many times. Let me ask you this. Are, okay, I'm, Dragon Ball, that's rewatchable, depending if you get the, you know, the bridge, because sometimes their episodes can be forever just to start fighting. No, no, but, no, but that wasn't the old Dragon Ball, though. That, we're talking about Dragon Ball Z. That's that's a whole different story. It took like nine seasons oh, so for something not, that could have been done in like two seasons. So it's not like Naruto that like that takes, I don't know, five episodes just to show, just get to one fight scene done? Not anymore. Oh, it used to be that way. Like I said, nine seasons could have been brought down to maybe like two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was trying to get at is that, so this the 70s show, and I know we're talking about more 70s show than 90s, but... That's a you're saying that it's a very rewatchable from like all the series, complete series. You can just go back to it every now and then. And Anytime, like I said, I'm a person that sticks to what I know. And if I like something, like I do that seventy show, I actually just recently, maybe like six months ago, I bought the incomplete series on Blu-ray of that seventy show. Huh, that is interesting because even for me, for my favorite, sh- for my like Office, How I Met Your Mother, Friends. You know, those other ones, there's some seasons where I'm like, mm, I'll skip it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's but just. But that 70s show is the season that I can watch any day, any episode, it, and any season. Is it still in uh, on Netflix or? No, they took it down. That's why I bought it on Blu-ray. Is it Paramount? Or? I, I have no idea. But I think Netflix has the rights now. Yeah. And they actually, they may bring it back out, they said. They should. They may bring it back out. On on Netflix, but they're just waiting a little bit for the hype of the '90s show. I but Netflix has so much issues right now. I don't even know what's up with them. Overall, though, besides you know Netflix, overall, I think I would give that '90s show like a solid maybe seven. A seven? Yeah. They give it no- well. Again, you're saying stick with it and like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just nostalgic. So I'm waiting to see what happens later on to see if it gets maybe the writing gets a little better. Yeah, but I I'll give it a solid seven from what a ten was that seventy show. Okay, well if you're if I'm if trusting you on 
how much you love the 70s show. Seven is fair, you know? Yeah, just fair. But that's it. Just fair. Just fair. If you ask me which one I would watch first, that 70s show. You know, the only thing I don't like, too, I don't like is that they gave you the whole season. I don't know. I, I prefer the weekly. In Really? Well, okay, so the one thing about this is when you binge it, you kind of, like, I kind of... You don't have time to rewatch the first one, so it's kind of hard to grow with the character with just speed up uh, of all these episodes. Plus, how many? I think it was eleven. Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. How much episodes was a '70s show per season? Ooh, I think I don't. It's more than ten, right? It's like twenty-four. I, I think it was in the twenties, actually. That's what I'm saying. Twentieth season. So I think they need more time. Maybe, hopefully, as the season, maybe if they get a season two. Bring it out a little bit more if they have to do 24, do part one and part two. I don't know. I'm just saying it's not enough to, for me to learn about these characters and actually enjoy watching them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in what was I watching? Back in my old days, it will be uh, Say by the Bell or Family Matters in which every, I think it was Thursday, you'll be like, okay, what's the next episode? What's going to happen with these kids? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm all nostalgic on that. To me, the characters, oh, man. What I'm saying, it just needs, it needs, I would say, it needs to be put in the oven a little bit more. Like, let, let it ferment, let it grow. Here's the know? thing. They try, with the, with the characters in the 90s shows, they try to make him so much uh, resemblance in personality to the old 70s show. But these kids were not able to hit that tone. Yes. So what I'm saying is, they tried really hard. Like I was saying in the beginning, they tried really hard to bring back old personalities to replace the characters, but they just couldn't do it. You can't. I I personally think they should have gone with a personal personality for each person instead of trying to imitate what was. Now, if you was to do it, would you put in red and kitty in there or would you try to, you know instead of get, get them out of that family like you know how people are saying like you know get out of the star wars and the skywalker universe you know grow another make another family do you think that would have made another a, a different dynamic or i'm not sure i follow what do you mean well so this this particular 90s show is surrounded by uh their kid leo who goes into reds and um, oh, Kitty's Leia house. Tatooine Leia uh, Foreman. <laughs> Which is such a... Hey, you know what? I kind of want to have that my kid's name like that if I ever have a daughter. <laughs> uh, but they go into Red's house and then they have their... They go into the same basement, the same areas. As I'm saying, if instead of doing the same thing as what we know of, a building of that, make it somewhere else. Some, make it like, I don't know, fucking n- in New York or California. Because mm-hmm. then that was my problem with Girl Meets World. You know, they had they brought they did the same thing. A lot of the spinoffs of the kids, they do that, and you're like, well, if I wanted to see that, I would have just watched Boy Meets World. Or- no, I actually think it's okay that they did it in the same place, but just switch the characters up a little bit because these they were just trying to replace the old characters, and and all the character the old characters from that seventy shows were amazing. Yeah, each one was original. We've never heard of anyone like that before. So let and them, yeah. Be so exactly, let them let let the kids create their own characters. 
but instead they just told them as like look you you uh leia you're gonna replace eric so be just as awkward as him or ashton kutcher's son uh kelso's son he's exactly the same way as his dad and uh the girl with the curly hair i forgot her name um leia's best friend um she's exactly the same as hyde nikki she was just exactly the same as hyde so and they have like this gay kid and then fez was you know we all thought he was kind of gay but he wasn't but they just try to imitate the same dynamic yeah and you can't you you they cannot live up to these characters because these characters in that seven issues were so complex they were so original and then they just go in the 90s show and they try to replace them it's like it's not gonna work these guys are legends yeah you you can't redo you can't create magic it just has to happen exactly not force it you know, because each person is different. Each person has his own personality. You cannot take over for some for someone else. Yes, because again, it, it feels forced. Yeah, and everyone has their own. Like here's my one thing, and we'll go off this subject. Um, they boy, uh, how I met your mother. Okay, but the I don't know if you watched that show. Yeah, I, I did. The most iconic. Well, there's a lot of iconic, but the biggest one was Bert was Barney. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can name. I can there's so many quotes from him, so many one liners. And when you go how I met your father, I think that's the spin-off. They try to make another Barney like, oh, like You know what no, you need? You can't do it. You know what you need? A suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was one suit of Suit up. That was one of the the ones that was very iconic. Yeah, it's a suit up. Yeah. Or you know, you know, all his pickup lines and he I don't know if he made that, but he, I mean, besides being Doogie Hauser, Neil Patrick just nailed that whole persona. Well, imagine if they did a spinoff and they try to replace Barney with someone else. It's never going to hit no, the same. Not, that's never. Not. And that's exactly what happened with that seven, that 90s show. Yeah. And but anyways, I think we should get off this topic. I think this is like as much but as we're going to say because otherwise so it's just ranting. Yeah, now we're just going back <laughs> and forth. But again, uh, this is, like I said, I'll, you know, IMDb gave it a 6.3, which is not bad. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's fine. Oh, man. So I was just being generous with a 7. <laughs> hey, you know, let it, let it melt. Let it just cook in a pot. I, I believe that this is going to be a decent show. Okay. I, would do, you know. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. But for me, it was a 7. It's from the from the much as I watch, which is five season, it's a 7. I mean, again, I'm just I'm just waiting for that one character to lift that whole show, and you, you cannot rely on you can't rely on Red or Kitty to to make that show iconic mm-hmm. because they're they're the background. Mm-hmm. The kids have to make their own like wacky, weird. Yeah. And if it has to do a little controversy, let it go because you just mm-hmm. let the writers the writers gotta just come up with something better, not better. Just let them be free. But you know what? You know what? It's not a seven though. What? Puss in Boots. Oh, that is definitely not a seven. And if we look at it right now, switching topics a little bit, if we look at Puss in Boots, that movie was not a seven. It was not an eight. It was not a nine. That movie was a one hundred. You. So I'm saying. Okay. So before we go into that, what's the movie? What? What's the movie about? Basically. So it's about this cat who loves adventure, loves women. And he wants to keep doing it, keep partying for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, Puss, he's, he's that, the same character um, voiced by Antonio Banderas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the Shrek universe. Or the yeah. Shrek, Shrek-verse. The Shrek-verse. 
you know, we all, you know, he he came out. Oh, I mean, I remember watching Shrek too, and he he just he he. I don't know if he said overshadowed uh, Mike Myers, but he he was really out there, so good that they actually gave him this uh, another movie before this. I've I've never seen it. I would just oh always, man, that's that's horrible. You never watched the first one. This actually I, is pretty iconic. It's just I you know. I don't want to see cats on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I took it. You're not a cat person. Nah. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but you but, know what? Uh, this is a good movie, though. It's something you should. Well, you did. You said you watched it, right? I watched it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so he loses. So this whole movie is uh, Puss in Boots is uh, he, he. I don't know. He's fighting this troll thing, and after and after uh, defeating the troll, he, he dies. And so what happens. I guess he uh, he ran out. He died eight times. Yeah, he ran out of. Uh, He's running out of lives. So what happens next is this, now he's very like careful, skeptic into losing his next life, his last life after meeting a certain type of wolf, uh, which is going like a bounty hunter that's out to kill him for la- for life. And now he's on the run, and eventually he gets this. He finds out that there's a wishing star to help him regain all his life back, which. I don't know. I don't know about that. So before we jump into that, before we jump into breaking down the movie, tell me exactly what you thought of it first. Give me your opinion and give me your rating on the movie. So when I first watched this, I was like, okay, well, this is nice. This is fine. But God, it got deep. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like the whole thing with the whole thing of the movie is about how you live your life. And th- and this is the one thing about I would say about DreamWorks is that or this animation itself because uh, this uh, director Joel Crawford he uh, he did um, before he did this he did the Crudes he was a part of the Lego Movie too he directed those two and he also was a uh, part of King uh, Kung Fu Panda he was an art director there really yeah so he has you know he he done stuff and DreamWorks really surprises you. With some of the movies that they make, I mean, you would come in there thinking, "Oh, it's just another movie," you know, DreamWorks, whatever. It's not Disney, but man, when it hits you, especially like Kung Fu Panda, you know, that mm. was a good one. That's actually my favorite movie of all times, by the way. Just like as a little FYI for everyone's in the audience and you, because I think Kung Fu Panda was the best movie ever made. It's one of the better animation. <laughs> hey, hey, for me was the best. Well for Asian now I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it it was it was a good. It's a good movie. I don't know where I would rank it to best a- a- animation of all time, but it's it's there. Are I would we say talking it, about Kung Fu Panda or Puss? Kung Fu Panda. Oh, okay. Um so this movie got it's got really deep, very in I want to say philosophical, but without saying, "Oh, well, you know, this is what we're talking about." They were able to show you the journey, the journey, and the emotions mm-hmm. of each character. But it's not just Puss, right? There was a uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which I'm like, what the, what? Is, why are these guys in here? And the one thing that people were talking about was the wolf, mm-hmm. which, I mean, what do you think about this villain? Because what makes a breaks, not really, what, yeah, what makes a breaks a movie is its villain. Exactly, but I don't see that as a villain. I don't think Wolf was the villain. He was. I mean, John Mulaney as... Uh, no, 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 no. John, Listen Jack to Porter. me. Listen to me. I personally don't think that was the villain. I think the villain in the story was Puss himself. Yes. Okay, yes. Hot take. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because he did all those things without... He was so reckless in his life before. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, okay, so 
with this movie, we're going to go a lot of spoilers. So just be aware if when we start going, because it's gonna, we're going to talk about stuff. <laughs> I think we already said that, that should have been the warning from the beginning. <laughs> expect to know, expect to either watch the movie if you haven't, or, you know, just know that there are going to be some spoilers involved. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Puss, he died eight times. Mm-hmm. And it, oh my God, the way he died was just reckless. And they didn't, they, they, the DreamWorks did not just shadow it back or say whatever. I mean, it was some dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. He ate some shellfish when he's, when he was allergic to, uh, <laughs> He what? Did he got into a, didn't he get into a fight a couple of times and he just like eh whatever. Uh, cooking, he cooking, cooking. Yeah, he was like, had him. Oh yeah, it was fine. <laughs> the bell, which was the absolute last one. That was uh, yeah. Well, that one was uh, I can't really count. Him. I mean, that's not really his fault. That just happened. He was just being cocky. But his, most it, of the most of the times that he died was because he was being cocky. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is true. So um. So now that he has this now this lingering, oh my God, fear. This is the end. Mm-hmm. He hangs up. He hangs up the cape or the boots, I guess you would say, and he lives with a. Uh, <laughs> he a becomes cat. a house cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his moment of depression. You know, for me, the movie. Yes. Ah oh, man, it's just I have so much to say about that movie. Okay, number one, for me, number one, I'm glad. DreamWorks did not push the woke agenda. Number one, I'm glad that they would they didn't add any woke agenda to it, and it was solely a movie of just self realization and uh, just being better in your life. Yes. Instead of just trying to push ideologies that don't really matter, you know, the ideology that they pushed here is just being better as a person being self-sufficient enjoying life more philosophical than anything else but it's something that us humans live by because most of the times we forget that life is short oh yeah and we we forget it and that's actually what dreamworks was trying to portray is the passing of time and how good are you living it but just because you have been doing a lot of fun stuff uh, a lot of crazy stuff doesn't mean you actually are living. It is not until you realize that you're dying that you actually start living. And until and where you realize that people around you are more important than you yourself. Exactly. And if you look at the movie, uh, The Wolf, when Puss fought him the first time, he was really scared. He didn't even stand a chance with The Wolf because The Wolf is a, is a symbolism for death. So yes. he could, he didn't even stand a chance. If you notice, when he fought the first time, Wolf, he was weak. He he made Puss look like a puss. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and hold on, let me finish. And when he fought Wolf at the last time, he was actually fighting for his life. He was actually fighting for the people that he cared about. So therefore, he he started living. He started caring about the people around him. Therefore, making him stronger enough. To fight the wolf, yeah, because when you go through psychiatry, psychiatry, psychology, no psychiatry, like you know therapy and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. they always say that when you fear somebody or fear something, you kind of in a safe environment, you face it. And he was said, and because he was running from this fear of 
death and whatever and not knowing what's going to happen and not because again it's like he in no some sense knew his time was up mm-hmm. and he was trying to prolong it in this sanctuary just living as an animal like you know as an animal which he knows he's better than that but and it wasn't until at the very end where he says okay well you know what i can't i can't i can't back away i can't run you know my life yeah you know he, and when the wolf says, hey, is your life flashing before your eyes? He goes, no, just one. And that's his new family with uh, Papacito and uh, Kitty Paw, Safe Paw, Soft Paws. Yeah, but here's the thing. The first time they ask him that, when he, when, he, when the wolf says, is the, your life flashing before your eyes, is fear. But when he asks him again, it's no longer fear. It's love. It's love for his people, love to take care of them. And that's what gave him the will to fight and move and get through this one big, huge, I guess, obstacle, you would say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like his self-realization of that he needs to be able to enjoy life, to care about his life instead of just living so recklessly. And I didn't know that, that this was part of his persona based on just the Shrek movies. I would think that he he was pretty put together. Mm-hmm. No, I think they did a great job, an amazing job, just showing who Puss is yeah. and be able to show his struggles because throughout the whole movie, it's just a journey like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's just a journey of his depression, of his fear, and his self-realization to get up and fight for what will give him the best moments of his life. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And But the movie wasn't only based on his journey. They added Goldilocks, uh, voiced yeah. by uh, Florence and Pugh, which, you know what's the what, uh, interesting thing about is once I heard her talk, I immediately knew who it was. I was like, oh, my God, she's in this movie? I had to look up, like, oh, my God, she's in this movie. Who? Florence and Pugh. I don't know who that is. Um, She was in uh, Black Widow. She's... Um, oh, Midsummer. the blonde chick. Yeah. Okay, okay. She's... Uh, I am totally... like She is my... my my favorite new actress around. Oh yeah, she came out in Midsummer. I don't know if oh. you watched that movie. Oh, I saw that, and oh, it's still. I, I hate her in that movie. I mean, like, but not, she did not, such not, a good job. Not that, that you I hate her. hate her in that movie. I hate that I, her character she played was so well done that I hated every moment because yeah, you they, actually hated her. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's not that's not even the the most one. There's a movie she did called um, Black um, Lady Macbeth. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's what I think. That's one of her I underrated. Well, that's one of her first first um, roles. And she, oh my god, I hate her in that one too because she's she's such a diabolical, you know, woman in that. See, that's when you know that that someone is a really good actress or actor because you actually fall for the character and you actually start hating them or you start loving them. Mm-hmm. That's when you know they're doing a good job. Oh yeah, and I of course I loved him. Ugh. And Black Widow. Oh yeah, absolutely. I agree. I just, I, yeah. She, all right, all right. So you, I think you have like some sort yeah. of rule right here. Tell you, she's one of my, she's her and Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know how they got them both in one movie, but God. Um, <laughs> but no, with with uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, uh, we come to find out that they're also looking for the star. Now, the weird thing about this star that they found that they're looking for, it was it's on this map, and the map is. I guess what you see in that journey I'm, of what your life is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is such a brilliant way because 
not everyone's journey is the same. See, this is the yeah. weird thing about see, that's what I'm saying. Weird thing about DreamWorks, they find creative ways in making of of storytelling that that is not just obvious. Like, hey, go do go here. You yeah, they don't spoon feed you. Uh, I'm sorry, spoon fed. Yeah, yeah, they don't spoon feed you. They make you watch the story and grow with it. Yeah, which is. Again, a, such a great new way of doing. Because even when Pablocito, remember when he looked in the, when he looked on the map, he saw like his life is like oh nice and buttery and flowers. And he's like, okay, that's weird. That's why you know Puss and uh, Kitty, um, softpaws made him read the directions instead of like oh with Perito. Like, yeah, but oh is it Pablito? Perito, yeah. What did I say, Pablocito? Uh, yeah, I think you were going off the Justin Bieber song. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, Perito. Perrito, yeah. yeah which you is gotta t- learn how to roll your R's, by the way. I'm telling you, man. This, this <laughs> Spanish language. No, but Perrito, he's a very interesting character, man, because he was just so positive throughout everything. Even though his family tried to kill him, he still found a way to make it fun. Oh, yeah. His whole life, he sees it in, like, just live life as as good. Yeah. Live, um, live life as it comes and, yes. and enjoy it, which made it beautiful i think the dog really stole the show in that movie i think that was everything from the movie the the, the dog perrito because everything like i just think of the movie and i just think of the dog forget about puss i'm thinking of, about perrito what kind of dog? he was in a chihuahua wasn't oh yeah he's a chihuahua that's why they made him so ugly <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he uh, a little chihuahua can pretend to be a cat i'm like okay yeah no you're not a cat but i love that dog there was this moment spoiler alert were you know the kitty softpaws and puss were both comparing how cute they, their eyes were. Oh, that one. And then Perrito is just looking at the. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! He's so cute! So cute! And then he just passes out over, over cuteness overload. <laughs> I thought that was just brilliant. And the fact that he tried to do it, and his eyes started. <laughs> <His> eye, <laughs> he felt like he was gonna pop. <laughs> like, I th- okay, at that moment, I was like, okay, he's a pug now. Oh my god! Yeah, he was turning. Yeah, he was morphing into a pug, but he was—he's a chihuahua. Uh, but he, again, great, great character build up. Um, Goldilocks, he—we found out that her dream or wish is to have a family that look, I guess, look like her. Like that's hers. Mm-hmm. And if we know about the, see, this is another take of the the Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I don't think she ever did. She have a family out. You know, I don't know the real. I don't remember. I don't remember it. But in, in this universe, I guess the family, the mama bear and all, they end up raising her as a bear. And but as she gets older, as much kids do, they want to find, you know, like as if you're an adopted uh, child. Mm-hmm. The older you get, you kind of realize, hey, you know, I, these aren't my real parents. I want to want to have a real family of my own. I want to have something that wouldn't look like me. Well, here's here's where it comes down to at that point. They did a great job with Goldilocks. But she was on the same path as boot uh, as Puss, because she didn't know how to appreciate the life that she had. And that was, and that's the great, great way of saying it. Like she, she wanted to be out and have this whole. But again, her family, her family did everything for her. Mm-hmm. Same thing. How um, she's Pedro. the one who found the the wish. Yeah, she's the one that wanted to do it, and her fam her family slash bears they were supporting her on it. They didn't ask for anything in return. They were no. just doing it because they even the bears even asked her. It's like, why are you like? What are you gonna wish for? Mm-hmm. Like they were just there for the ride, just yeah. to be with her. And 
Yep. None of them wanted it for their own. They were not jealous. They were just like, hey, we're doing it for you. Yeah, they didn't even want the wish. And the fact that at the end, she had the man and she was going to make her wish and she ends up saving her brother, which was it, was it, what was the line? Remember, remember, brother, I smash you. No, you smash, I grab. I think mm-hmm. that was the line. And I was like, ugh. That was. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I, I think that Perrito was a conscience for everyone to realize how good their life is. Speaking of conscience, how you like that Jiminy oh, Cricket? <laughs> fucking Jiminy Cricket. I mean, the fact, the one thing I would say that's such, again, I don't know how they do it. They put Jack Horner's voice by John Mulani and made, like, that nursery rhyme is so stupid. But they made a character that's so vile and so annoying at some point that it was a that was like yeah okay that's the perfect villain i don't know and then with with jimmy cricket said hey maybe you should you know change your life he's like no i'm I'm gonna no people are i'm gonna step over people what's the name of that the the villain the the really fat villain jack horner okay so jack horner he wasn't gonna go looking for the star if i recall correctly no, he was gonna. He just he, wanted the map. He wanted it because so, he wanted to be most powerful person in the world. Exactly, but he, I don't think he was gonna make a wish. He just wanted to keep it just in case he needed. But the reason he started going after the star is because that he knew that there was three other people going after it. Yeah, so he's just being greedy. Exactly, and that's why, like you know, if you ever know the Jack Horner story, like he, oh, I'm a good boy. No, you're 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 a dick. Okay, like, <laughs> you don't need all that stuff. He had so much stuff in there. It was it was just like I would say it as it's someone who just wanted to ha- take stuff just to take it, just to just so other people cannot. Yeah, he was jealous. Okay. He was a jealous. He was a jealous person. No, that is true because uh, he couldn't have anyone else have what he had or what others have. Yeah, because you know <laughs> they had the scene where I had Pinocchio, and because people rather see Pinocchio than him, he's like, mm, I'm yeah, he so got bad. jealous. No. He was a jealous person. So he became greedy after that. Ugh. I mean, gosh. You know what's funny? Um I don't do you remember any movies this year, any animation movie from this from this year or last year? From twenty twenty two? Yeah. Hmm. Because I mean what what I'm going through this is Oscars are coming up. And I don't know do you think that this is a Oscar warning winning film? Oh, absolutely, Puss. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you should take best movie of the year, best so, animated. The ones I've um I've listed here uh is Sea Be- Sea Be- Beast, uh Window in the Wild, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on. That might probably win. I didn't see any animated movies I think in 2022. As I'm saying, there was not a lot out there that kind of like stood out. Um there was Red, you know that that Disney movie. Nope. She turned into a panda. I didn't see that. Bob's Burger came out, which, I mean, unless you're a Bob's Burger fan, no. Um, Bell, which I will, I mean, that's a whole new movie that's that's pretty good, but whatever. Um, Strange World, which is a box office bomb. That was the one, I don't know, like the family, the, you know, with the gay son and the boyfriend goes on a quest with the dad. I, I haven't heard of it any was, of the movies that you mentioned. It was the biggest bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Pets. I mean, I know you don't heard that. I didn't watch it. I didn't. Uh, Buzz Light, Lightyear. Oh, I didn't watch it either. That was another bomb too. Mm-hmm. So, and then, um, then there was Minions, which, you know, the Minion craze of them 
doing mm-hmm. weird shit. I love minions though. So I'm looking at this list and I'm like, wow. This this movie, Marcel, um oh, Pinocchio came out, the the Guillermo del Toro movie, which Oh, but that was straight to Netflix. It well, wasn't yeah, in theaters. Well yeah, but you know, that's still Oscar that nominated kind of worthy. Yeah, but here's the thing. They but this is one movies in on Netflix they don't really get promoted the way that they do in movies. So I I think that if they Netflix did a better job at promoting movies, they would have more viewership because th- most of these movies on Netflix like there's so much content that I don't even know what to watch. Yeah. So they have they got to have a better way of plus uh, showing movies to know that they're there. I'm sure if Pinocchio was uh if it was marketed well, I think it would have a bigger audience because I didn't even hear of it. I just it was like small glint oh. of that that I heard of it. It's like, oh, do you watch a new uh, Guillermo del Toro? I was like, which one? Oh, it's been on Netflix for like weeks. I was like, wow, I I it, did it, not know. It was kind of under the radar because, of course, Disney's oh, I don't know if you call that animation the live action uh, Pinocchio. I mm-hmm. came out this year and it was ugh. It was it was bad. Ugh. It I we're not even gonna talk about that. That's, <laughs> that's how that's how good it was. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'm what I'm trying to get at is that out of this whole crap Asian of um, animation film, it's nice to see uh, Puss being actually well done. Because I mean, again, I w- uh, I didn't I don't watch too much animation movies. If I do, it has to be something where it's oh like, you know. Next week, uh, next year, um, Elemental is coming out from uh, uh, Pixar, which is going to be like, you know, just the same as. Um, oh, yeah, the Elements. Inside Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chicken Run, which I'm only watching that because I remember the first one and I'm like, okay, this has to be interesting. Is this going to be. Is that even. Is going to be uh, animated? Yeah, it's stop motion. No way. Is it like a remaster or is no, it. No, it's a whole new story. Oh. I don't know if Mel Gibson is going to be doing the Chicken Run voice. That would be kind of interesting. Uh, a, n- a new Ninja Turtle movie is coming out. Is it uh, going to be directed by Michael Bay? No, no, it's it's cartoon. <laughs> is it going to be directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> you know, I, he is forbidden to do any more franchises. Let me tell you that. If he takes another franchise, I refuse to watch it. Really? Oh yeah. When he did when he when he did um, Transformers, after the third one, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not watching. I'm I'm no no. I'm done. Because, you know, the Beast Wars is coming out. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. So Here's the thing about Michael Bay. He just makes nerd porn, and he makes it look good. Yeah. It may not be the best story, but it makes the movies look good. I heard this one. gives you action. I heard this one uh, clip he did, and he's like, you know, no one cares about story. If I can put a helicopter in a film and make an explosion, that's all what people look for. It's like. That is not wrong. Yeah. At least in the American cinema. That's what we want to watch. Yeah, but you gotta have, you gotta have something. Give me. Yeah, something. but you have to understand that not everyone is trained in cinema the way we are. No, there's some true. people that just want to unwind and watch some shit blow up. That is true because his movies did sell box office, but I I don't I don't know. I fell asleep through Transformers Four. Really? Oh no, man. Whatever the one where Oof. um, where uh, Megan Fox wasn't in that one, I fell asleep with. The one with um, Marky Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the one. Um, Super Mario Brothers is coming out. I don't know when near. 
and then Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, yeah. That's the one, of course, everyone's waiting for. The first Spider-Man, I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be as good as, as it was. That was another one. That's another surprise, which I love about films in which, in general, where you can take a film, like a franchise like um, Puss in Boots, and you can be, oh, okay, it's going to be a five, but they give you more, and you're just like, wow, I didn't expect anything of that. Mm-hmm. Especially that if they don't show any, tra- I think trailers trailers can ruin a film, especially if it you know, tells everything about it. So I was glad that I did not know anything about this film. I came in blind and I'm just like, huh, wow. I love it. Um, for me, this is an instant classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I now have to go and watch the first Puss in Boots to see what's up with that. Mm-hmm. See if it's good as the first. Uh, what do you think? So you're rating it at 100. You, is this a is this a DVD buy? It? Well, well, let me put it to you this way: I already purchased it on iTunes. Oh, yeah, you already purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, to me, this is my second would you, animated favorite movie of all time. Would you buy this movie? Would you get the DVD set for this if it came out? Why? I already have it. On no, I'm just saying. Is it like a, co- a collectible, a cinematic collection which has to be on your wall? Um, I'm not like that. Oh, I don't. I don't have. Well. I do actually, because I do have that seventy show. There are I some. Bought that. Yes, there are some. Movies. Um, you know, it would actually, but I, if I buy, I'm gonna have to buy the steel book. Ooh. But overall, DreamWorks uh, j- uh put steel books involved. Um, we want ten percent of all profits <laughs> for the idea. But overall, what would you give that movie? Um, so I, like I said, it's an instant classer, classic. Um. Give me a number from 1 to 100. I'll give it a 9. Really? A 90? Yeah. Or a 9? No, a not, uh, 9 out of 10. Okay. If you want to do that. Um, it's not one of those in which it's not. Okay, so there's a standard. There's a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's, that's a strictly 10. Mm-hmm. So it's there. I mean, would I ever go back to watch it a couple of times? Maybe I could have it in the background. Will I appreciate the film and feel something? Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a definitely it's it's definitely instant classic. Even though I may not love it as much as anyone else, I can tell that this is something where people will. This is a staple book for, staple for the next you know Puss in Boots or Shrek, mm-hmm. Shrek, which we found out at the very end. Yeah, we have a new Shrek coming up. Yep, yeah, because at the end they end up sailing to the uh, far far away. A, yep, a land far far away. All right. Well, I think this has been it. I mean, these are the only, the the highlights of the week. Yes. And uh, I think you know the movies that we touched on. I think they've been great. I mean, there's plenty of others that you know we could always touch. Oh, we're, there's on. gonna beca- there's gonna be some bad ones coming up pretty soon. I think we're gonna have to watch uh, the latest episode, of Last of Us, and just oh. be brief about it ne- on the next show. Yeah. I mean, can't do a whole episode on that, but I am waiting for it, which is coming in a couple hours so we I can't wait for that to happen but um till the end uh d- you know till next time guys uh we will see you this is Daniel you mean we, we will hear you oh we will hear you <laughs> yes this is your very it's still the second episode I'm still adjusting <laughs> uh, second episode we, we are still you know getting with this podcast but Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Daniel, thank you so much for your opinions. I I always love having a nice chat with you about movies. Oh, yeah. 
conversation between me and you. We are always having a new. Oh man, and we can be here for hours. That's the thing. I swear, people are gonna have to kick us out of the studio just to have our conversations. All right, guys, but thank you so much for listening. My name is Fernando. This is Daniel. Hope to see you guys next time. All right, stay tuned, guys. Good night.